Okay, good luck. So now we're beginning Sunday's portion of Ayigash. So yesterday, in the portion of Shabbos, as we said, Joseph had this all set up, not out of, God forbid, any intent, but to give his brothers an opportunity to completely atone for what they had transgressed 22 years earlier. Even though then they really sincerely thought they were doing the right thing and they met and sat in a tribunal, a tribunal court, but they were wrong. And now Joseph created an incredibly parallel scenario to give them the opportunity for complete repentance. So what had he done? He had forced them to bring Benjamin, obviously the only surviving child in Jacob's eyes of Rachel, obviously incredibly beloved. And here, we keep referring to him, by the way, as the child, the child, the child. Putting this in perspective, at this time, Benjamin was already, um, I'll speak with that for myself today. Um, second, when uh, he was born, after. he at this point is 31. <laughs> but, and everyone's actually still the baby. And um, they, he, Joseph forced them to bring him down. And then when they came, Joseph is so nice to them. But he's especially, especially nice to Benjamin. He has him sit next to him. He gives him five times as many presents. In other words, if there's still that jealousy issue, hey, it could flare up right now. And then very conveniently, he, he creates a way for them to get rid of him. He plants his goblet. He has his goblet planted in his sack. And Benjamin is apprehended, and the servant says, okay, you guys are free to go. We have nothing against you, but he's coming back as a slave. Perfect opportunity if they were holding where they were 22 years earlier. But thank God they were not. And they said, no way. We're all coming back as slaves. We're not letting him. Take us. Don't take him. They all go back. They all demand his freedom, or they're all going to be slaves together. In other words, let's stay here and we'll create a rebellion and destroy the whole city. What do we care? Two of us killed that Shem. All, all 11 of us can definitely take down Egypt. But the main one, as we're going to see now, is Judah. Because, again, Judah had promised his father, Jacob, I'm going to take care of the boy. It's going to be on my head in my stead. Very interesting because Reuben promised almost the same thing, and Jacob rejected it. But when Judah promised it, Jacob accepted it. Because, again, Judah's the leader. He has these leadership abilities already now at this point. So we begin our portion today. So now Judah approaches Joseph and said, If you please, my Lord, may your servant speak a word in my Lord's ears, and may your anger not flare up at your servant, for you are like Pharaoh. So first Judah says, let, let, my, let my words enter your ears. Don't get angry, which Rashi says means obviously Judah is going to speak harshly. And you're just like Pharaoh. And Rashi gives four explanations. What does this mean? You're just like Pharaoh. The simple one is, I, I revere you just as much as the king. In other words, don't get angry, even though I'm going to speak very, very harshly, because I really, truly respect you, even though I'm not going to sound like it. But additionally, you're going to be just like what happened to Pharaoh, because when Benjamin's great-grandmother Sarah was taken by Pharaoh, he was stricken by Sarah, by this skin disease, and that will happen to you. He just got stricken for one night of trying to detain her. Imagine what's going to happen to you. Additionally, just as Pharaoh decrees and doesn't fulfill, promises, but doesn't do what he promises, so too you. All you said is you want to look at him. This is looking at him? 
And additionally, you're like Pharaoh. If you're going to antagonize me, I'll kill you and your master. And Joseph knew that this was definitely a, a threat. And the Midrash explains actually that um, they had, if you will, a little bit of a, a uh, contest here in terms of who was tougher, Joseph or Jacob, and they were both very, very, very strong. And Joseph knew that he was literally endangering his life with this ploy because if all 11 brothers decided to attack him, you know, it would have been pretty extreme consequences. But he did it anyway out of love for his brothers to give them this opportunity to repent. Judah continues. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or brother? Zorachi explains, Why is Judah saying this? From the onset, you came with false charges against us. Like, what did you ask us all these questions for? Were we trying to marry your daughter? Were you trying to marry our sister? Like, what are you asking personal questions for? We came to buy food and we had money. Like, what are you going in that direction? But we answered you. Next verse. And we said to my Lord, we have an old father and a young child of his old age. This is 31-year-old Benjamin. His brother is dead. He alone is left to his mother and his father loves him. Now, why did today's brother is dead? They truly didn't think Joseph was dead because we know that they were actually one of their thoughts in having to go to Egypt to buy the food is, oh, it's very likely Joseph wound up here. Let's search for him in the city. They really did feel he was alive. They were sure he was a slave somewhere, as Benjamin assumed so as well. But they said he's dead because they were scared. If, if they said he's alive, he'd say, okay, bring him to me, and that would have been totally impossible. He alone is left to his mother, meaning from that mother, Rachel, he's the only one. Not mean, in other words, it seems to imply his mother's alive, but it doesn't mean that, obviously, but it means he's the only surviving son of his mother. Then you, said, then you said to your servants, bring him down to me and I'll set my eyes on him. We said to my Lord, the youth cannot leave his father, for should he leave his father, he would die. Arash explains, what does that mean if he leaves his father, he would die? We're worried he's going to die on the journey. Why are we worried that he's going to die on the journey? Because his mother died on a journey. So since his mother, Rachel, died on the journey, we already have this greater fear for him. But you said to your servants, if your brother does not come down with you, you will not see my face again. And it was, and went up to your servant, my father, you told him my Lord's words. It says that ten times in Judah's statement, he says, your servant, my father, your servant, my father. And for those ten times, Joseph lost ten years of his life for allowing himself to hear his father referred to as his servant. Meaning, we're told that old age, you know, the complete life is 120 years, Joseph passed away 110 for these 10 times. And our father said, go back, buy us some food. And we said, we cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down. For we cannot see the man's face if our youngest brother is not with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons. One has left me. And I said to myself, alas, he has surely been torn to pieces. And I shall not see him until now. And should you take this one too from my presence and disaster befall him, they'll have brought down my old age in evil to the grave. Now, Ross explains, why was Jacob thinking that disaster was going to befall Benjamin if he takes him to Egypt? I mean, what was the big deal? But we know that the Sultan, the accuser, prosecutes at a time of danger. So taking Benjamin and bringing him to Egypt was putting him in this dangerous situation where disaster could befall him. Now, what did Jacob mean? You're going to bring down my old age with evil to the grave. So Jacob 
Tarash explains that when Benjamin was with him, through Benjamin, Jacob was consoled for the death of his mother Rachel, for his brother Joseph. So if you take Benjamin and something happens to Benjamin, it's like I'm going to lose all three of them on the same day. Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin will all be gone to me if Benjamin is taken. And now if I come to your servant, my father, and the youth is not with us, since his soul is bound up with his soul, what's going to be? What's going to be? And this is where the section ends at this very emotional point. What's going to be if I go back home without Benjamin? Benjamin. 